Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 247. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest, Mr. Michael Janikowski. He is a owner and operator of Flow Occupational Therapy. He specializes in autism, and I am very, very gracious, grateful, sorry, to say that this you know, interview was incredible because of what the subject we're talking about. Autism is so personal. And then on top of that, it's so life changing that it, it was just really incredible to wrap my head around and just kind of be able to pick his brain in a professional manner. And also just, you know, his his demeanor and how he approaches everything. It's just really incredible to see that come to life. If I, you know, that day comes and you know, he is such an incredible individual. So I am excited to share this episode with all of you. And I hope that you guys stick around to um, also hear some incredible other news. Um, we're going to go jump into the official side of everything. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, www.fightingarizonapodcast.com. There you can join us on two elements that will keep you up to date with us. One being the blog. The blog is a little bit more of the personal side of Brittany and I and what we're dealing with day in and day out with the podcast, with our personal life and newly found parents. Yes, we are first time parents. We're excited to share that news with you and we're excited to bring you on that journey as well. Just a tad bit, you know, where I'm going to be able to just record a little bits and pieces and just kind of keep you guys up to date on how that pregnancy is going. Last but not least is the newsletter. The newsletter is a little bit more of the official side. It'll tell you who's coming up next on the podcast on top of what's going on with the community. If you would like to become a super fan of us, you can go do so at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. There you can sign up for one of the tiers and you will be fed extra bonus content that you can devour at your whim. And that is also available again at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. All of our social media handles is finding Arizona podcast. So let us know who you want to come in next. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're listening to you guys. Tell us who you want in the doors next. Uh, that is the end of our little intro. There is no community cork board, but hey, I want you guys to remember you're staying inside, you're staying safe, you're staying, you know, close to your family members and not causing any havoc through um, illness. That is more important to me. Um, and so that being said, if you would like to send your events and you have something coming up, you can go do so at finding Arizona podcast at gmail.com. That is the end of our intro, but I wish you all the best. Enjoy your weekend. On top of that, stay safe, wear a face mask. This is episode number 247 with Michael Jankowski of flow occupational therapy. See you on the next one. What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. 
You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone very special every week. And today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited to announce that this is uh, someone that I am going to share with you that is incredible to me, just being able to research his his uh, his background. And I cannot introduce his business more better than he can introduce his business. So I'm going to let him take it over from here. Hey, thanks for having me, Jose. I truly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, really thankful to be on the podcast. Appreciate what you guys are doing right now and what Finding Arizona is doing for the community. But uh, yeah, my name's Mike. I'm the founder of Flow Occupational Therapist. I'm a pediatric occupational therapist. I've been an occupational therapist since 2011, but have been specializing in the pediatric population since 2014. And um, I, I run a business where I provide education empowerment for parents who recently found out their child has autism. Yeah. And that is why I had to kick it off to you because I cannot introduce your business more the better than you can, because this is going to be one conversation I think everyone um, has difficulty trying to get through because it is a highly sensitive situation, but we're going to to get through this together. You are, you seem very nice. Uh, you know, we talked off air. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that I will be educated and uh, people listening will also be educated as well. So let's just jump into it. I'm going to ask you the yeah. question that I ask everyone now is yeah. how are you in the family? How's, you know, um, been since COVID has started and then are, um, you know, up, like everyone has, well, most of the states have opened up a little bit, but it's like, what did you guys do when you were in lockdown? Were you guys at home? Can you give us a little bit of update on family life? Yeah, that's a really great question. So, um, my, my wife and I have been very fortunate and blessed as well as, uh, my in-laws and the rest of my family. We've been uh, very blessed and fortunate. Um, we, yeah, kind of heard the stay at home orders and kind of got on that as quick as we could. And, um, have kind of done our best to kind of weather everything that's going on. Um, flow occupational therapy is primarily online based. So I was used to operating in the online spheres. So, um, this just kind of gave me more, uh, more fuel for the fire, if you will, more just encouraged me to put out more content. Um, I shifted a little bit because I specialize in children with autism, but I was noticing the first thing with all the stay at home orders, a lot of schools were closing and I had a lot of parents reach out to me my child has attention deficit disorder or my child doesn't have a diagnosis, but what am I going to do with all this free time? So I tried to put some webinars and content out there. Hey, your child's school is closed. Here's how you can make the most of it. Here's how hopefully you can uh, integrate their schooling, but still have fun and um, just do things to kind of decrease stress around the whole household because this is a very stressful time for many people. Absolutely. I mean, I, I have to say that even as a person who doesn't even have children, it can be definitely detrimental to your own, you know, mental and physical, like, you know, I I work from home, I was lucky enough to work from home from the time period. But, um, you know, just being able to like, I know for me, I was able to go on walks with my dog, but you know, for some people, they might not be able to get out and be as physical and active as that. And so I just know the kind of hiccups that come along from being, you know, in a different circumstance like that. And just, you know, I 
want to say that I'm so glad that you are safe and that your family's Thank healthy you. and everyone has been able to, you know, be okay. So that's really great. Um, no, I appreciate that. Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to ask the next question that usually was our intro question is, can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how flow came to be? That's a very good question. So, um, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm smiling just because there's a, a lot of facets to it. And I'm just trying to think of how to weave it all together, <laughs> but, um, I love it. I, the, the name, uh, the name flow. So I, I guess to, to put it really simply, I get really passionate about helping parents and their child kind of navigate their autism journey. Um, I just get very, I feel very passionate about that. And I've seen so many great things happen from that journey. Um, I've, I've dealt with a lot of, I've worked with a lot of families and they've come to me. My child just got a diagnosis. What does this mean? What does this mean for their schooling? What does this mean for their relationship with their siblings, for, uh, us as spouses for our relationship, like this yeah. puts an extra strain on it. What does this mean for insurance? Will we ever take a family trip again? Uh, what does this mean for holidays and that type of thing? And, and I really felt, I've realized over time that that's where I kind of click into gear and, and where I feel very fortunate to be able to kind of come from a place of kind of metaphorically holding their hand and like, we'll, we'll get through this. Like, mm-hmm. let me help guide you through that process. Yeah. Um, and after kind of working with uh, a couple families, well, numerous families uh, in those scenarios, I was like, I think there's something here that I could kind of branch out and offer this service um, to the to a wider population and kind of get there, um, hopefully, um, through the online sphere. Uh, the name Flow, I actually have two people to thank for that. So I have <laughs> my, my wife and I have a local graphic artist uh, who I'll plug here in a second who really helped me with my logo. But I, I really, I grew up in Pennsylvania, but I would go to New Jersey when I got a chance and I really took a, a big love for surfing in the ocean. Nice. Um, and I really, a lot, spending a lot of time at the ocean, spending a lot of t- time at the beach, I realized that those waves are always moving. They might change in their frequency, they might change in their height, but they're always moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to incorporate my love of the ocean um, into this and that whole, that whole uh, idea, that whole belief of movement. Um, and so my wife, Nicole, came up with the great phrase, you're, you're moving with their needs as yeah. their child needs and grow. You're moving with their needs and a light bulb clicked. And I'm like, yes, that is it. Because I, I, I work with these families and maybe they come to me when their child's three, four, five. Well, what happens when they become a teenager? What happens when they're in their twenties? What happens when mom and dad are retired? And it's like, as the needs of your child's change, we're here for you. We'll help you in that process. Uh, so I, I coined out a, ru- a really rough draft of kind of the waves and how I wanted the wording. And then there's a uh, local graphic designer. Her name's Sydney Cisco. I think that's her Instagram. Just uh, if you look her up, Sydney Cisco. Um, okay. And she, she actually went to uh, my, my wife is an Arizona native. So she went to high school with my wife. So oh. that's how I knew about her. And I reached out to her and I said, is this something you would be interested in? And she said, definitely. And I gave her the very rough script, uh, rough drafts I have because I'm not a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, and within a, a couple of weeks, she turned around and I was just kind of blown away, uh, blown away with the, the result and the logos. So. That's really incredible. Like you've been, and it's incredible that you were able to use someone who's from the area and that has been able to really affect the community at large. You're helping generate business in the local community. So 
kudos to you to because I did the same exact thing. I had to go and figure out a logo, and my whole situation is that I'm the graphic designer in the family, so I, I did it myself. But I always felt like, what if I would have went to a different person, or you know, I've met graphic designers doing the podcasts, and I was kind of asked like, you think this is looking? this looks good? <laughs> and so some, I mean, most of them say, yeah, this looks great. Totally. So, and and, and it, uh, kudos to you for doing it on your own. But it's like I. I you know, I, I just have a passion for it. So it's like, that is definitely something that I was passionate about doing. And so to, for you to be able to take that recognition of this isn't my thing, I'm going to lean on someone who can help me out and be more, uh, who has the more talent and be able to give me something that I want in return. So that's really great that you recognize that. That says a lot about a business owner too. No, I appreciate that. And, and yeah, I've been, I've been really, I've been really grateful. I've had some great mentors in the occupational therapy field. I've had some great mentors in the business field because I definitely, um, when I was back in college for this, I didn't think I would end up an entrepreneur, a business owner, nonetheless. Um, and, and so it's, it's been a big learning process full of ups and downs as yeah. I think it is for a lot of people, but it's, it's been a great process nonetheless. And, uh, yeah, there's just, there's some really great people out there, really great people who yeah. are willing to help if you ask. So yeah. So there's a couple of questions that I know I want to ask first. And, and yeah. one of the first ones is, where was your first aha moment for you? Where did this start clicking? Because I know just offhand, just, you know, th like you said, this child, the person that you're going to be working with has such a flow of life that is such an up and down and, and so, um, you know, ever growing and ever changing. And just one of those things that you cannot really get a handle because it's someone's life and someone's brain and someone's, you know, emotions connected to this. But, you know, as a business owner, there needs to be a threshold. Like, where did you feel like it was starting to click for you? And that the aha moment was like, I'm going to make this mine and this is going to work for me as a business. Definitely. That's a great question. And I would like to say it kind of happened right away, but it took some time uh, to be completely honest. And it's it's one of those things. So occupational therapy as a profession, it's a very we're 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 making strides, but it's still a very unknown profession in a sense. People hear that term and a lot of people don't know what that means. And that's no fault to theirs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you hear a term like physical therapy. OK, they help someone with their physical ailment, speech therapy, help them with their speech. But Occupational therapy, what is that? Um, yeah. And uh, occupational therapy started around 1917. So we just hit our 100 year anniversary. And that's great. But if you look at it, I mean, we're still an infant compared to other medical professions. And, yeah. And, and that's a that's a double edged sword. I mean, it's a it's a blessing because we're still growing into our skin and we're still seeing, hey, we're growing up. What are we fully capable of? But at yeah. the same time, it means not a lot of people know what occupational therapy is. So we're always promoting that. And mm -hmm. it's it's a shift. And I, I, I discovered this, I actually got some uh, business mentorship from another OT. And we talked about this shift because, you know, because when you're in occupational therapy school, because the profession, not a lot of people know about it, mm -hmm. they really advocate in OT school, you got to promote the profession with everything you got, like you got to yeah. don't, don't worry about yourself, but just worry about bringing the profession up. And I, I think that's a great ethos to start with. But to, to, be a business owner, it's kind of a shift. It's like, I'm still promoting profession, but I need to promote myself as well. So I had to make kind of a mental and a cognitive shift there and be kind of aware of that and mindful of that, yeah. um, for the business aspect. But in, in terms of the, uh, the therapy aspect, what I do, I've just, I've, 
I've met such great families and I've got such great encouragement from them. And, it, and it's the little things too. I had a, a family reach out to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and say, Hey, we were able to take my kids shopping to the mall and they didn't have a meltdown. And Beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. And, and things like that, like those just, those get me so pumped. Like that just yeah. fills me up so much. It, it, it gets me stoked. Like it gets me so stoked to, to see that progress and to have these families get back and say this. I'm like, I'm so amped for you. And, and it's, it's, it's beautiful to see that. And it's, it's great to see these children who are maybe having difficulty in school. Mm. I don't, they just can't make sense of what their teachers are saying. And then to maybe give them some suggestions, their teachers, some suggestions, their parents, yeah. and then to, to kind of see things fall into place there. And Hey, now, now my child's excelling in school or now they really enjoy coming, going to school whereas before they avoided it. And, um, I just, I realized being in those situations that really fills me up and mm. that really makes me, yeah, I, I, it fills me up tremendously to, to, uh, see families get those successes. And I, and I just feel thankful to be a part of that. And I yeah. want to be a part of that. That's really like, honestly, that's what we, we like hearing too, because it shows that my whole point of this podcast, when I started, this was just what you're doing right now is leaving everything that you have, whether it's your profession, your business, everything is comes down to you have a passion for it. And the way you're speaking right now, I, I just got to say you have something that a lot of business owners I wish showed more is because I know, I know it's a business. I get that. I get that. At the end of the day, you are, you are a business owner, you are an entrepreneur, but there has got to be something in you as a entrepreneur, whether like that, like, oh, like, like something gets you fired up like that. Yeah. And that is why I love doing what I do is because I get to hear those stories and hearing that from you really got me. So thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And one of the other questions that I was wondering was what was your first couple of families like? What was that experience like for you to be able to take in? Um, the first couple of families and just be able to work with them and give them that consultation and that, 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 I guess, emotional support. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, the thing, um, the saying is if you know a child with autism, you know, one child with autism, it, it's a, it's a diagnosis we may hear, but every child who has, or every child or adult who has that diagnosis mm -hmm. has, is their own unique individual person. So I always kind of bring it back to that. Like, yeah. Okay, I, I understand your child's medical history. Thank you for telling me that. But tell me about your child. What makes them happy? What what don't they like? Where yeah. are they Where are they struggling? Um, what areas um, are they struggling in the community, at home, at school? And mm -hmm. I I really do my best to identify identify that. And then I find a lot of a lot of the steps just kind of naturally fall in place once you identify those needs and and what you identify. Yeah. Um, and and that's a, another thing I love about the profession. It's just very much client driven. Like what gets you excited? Like that's then that's important to me. Mm -hmm. Like I understand. Um, your school age and you have difficulty writing your name and your parents want you to work on that. We'll address that. But tell me what really gets you excited. Do you like playing with your friends? Do you like playing a sport? Okay. Then I want to use that as I want to find ways that you can engage in that because I know once sure. you engage in that meaningful activity, uh, things are just going to kind of continue to fall in place. But those first couple of families, um, it was just great to see that progress. And from that initial consultation, yeah. that kind of parents being like, I, I don't know where to begin. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I've already been crying a couple of days because I just don't know what this means for my child's future. Sure. I mean, being able to kind of sit down with them. Okay. Let's identify your concerns. Let's talk about those. Let's, um, let's kind of talk about 
just kind of uh, where this falls in kind of your child's life, where this falls in your life. And, and let's work forward towards that. And, and it, those, a lot of families instilled a lot of hope in me. And I, my, my hope was that I instilled hope in them because it, it just made me realize like, it, even when the cards can be, the chips can be stacked about mm-hmm. against you, your cards can be down. A lot of good can happen. A yeah. lot of good can happen. So there's a level of, um, kind of the serious, like the emotional level is what I'm kind of honing in on. And that aspect, not only to the child, but to the parents and the family as a whole unit. Um, I want to know from your perspective, though, how do you find balance? How do you kind of pull away from, I know, like most owners say, it's like, I don't, you know, I don't have a a job. I I live my life like it's every day, but it's like, Again, that emotional aspect that goes into what you do. How do you find balance when it comes to this stuff? And when you go home at at the end of the day and not take it on, you know, the rest of your family? That's a really good question. Um, that's a really good question. And yeah, there's a couple things I do. Uh, for me, it kind of it it comes back to mindfulness and kind of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm thankful I got to have this experience for the family, but um, I need to put a pause on that. I'm going to come back to it, but I'm going to, I kind of visualize kind of putting a pause on it and I'm going to come back to that. But right now I need to shift focus to my family or shift focus to elsewhere. I've listened to, to some of your episodes. So I, I definitely do journaling too. I started doing oh, that and uh, nice. I, I, I do it just like Brittany does. I do the bullet journaling. Oh, um, that's, kind she's, she's going to love hearing that. Yeah. I, I do just kind of a, a simple approach, kind of talking about um, what, what, yeah, what, what I, what I took away from the day. And, and for yeah. me, just, um, it's important to like, uh, you can't, you can't give, uh, you, what's the, what's the phrase I heard? You can't fill other people's cup if your cup isn't full. Uh, so Beautiful. I just kind of, yeah. yeah, stress taking care of myself. So, uh, love taking my dogs, uh, my dog for walks with my wife. I love playing guitar and I, when I can, I love getting out and about hiking and that type of thing. Yeah. So it's, it's important for me just to have that balance. And I, I really stress that for parents too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's different from their perspective. I might be interacting with them for a couple hours, but they're living it. But I really stress whatever you can need to, whatever you need to do for balance, try to make that happen. Get a babysitter so you can still go on dates with your spouse. Set aside time that it's just your time, whether you want to zone out and watch Netflix or go on your phone or uh, just do something nice for yourself. Make that yeah. a priority. Um, so you can kind of give your child what they need, but you got to make sure you fill out yourself first. Yeah. Um, so it seems like we've gotten into a lot of the conversation around the parents. So I want to kind of quickly go into how does one, if they're listening to right now and they know that they're in that situation where they need to have that conversation with you, how does one go about doing that and setting up something with you if they need to have that conversation? No, I appreciate that. Yeah. They can visit my website. Uh, website is flowoccupationaltherapy.com, but I also have a simple version, goflowot.com. So G-O-F-L-O-W-O-T.com. That redirects to my main website. And um, I do offer f- initial free 15-minute phone consultations because I do get some families and maybe they just need a, a couple tips to get them started and then they're good to go for a couple months. So I do offer that on my website. And yeah. I kind of encourage people sign up for that. We can start that connection and um, hopefully I can give you something during that 15 minutes that you can use right away. And mm-hmm. I'm always there if you kind of need to come back, but yeah, they can go to my website, yeah. um, and sign up for consults. Uh, yeah, sign up for a consult there. And I encourage them to, to kind of follow me on social media. Uh, I'm on Instagram at flow therapy OT and Facebook on, flow, uh, under flow occupational therapy. I do my best to, um, 
put resources that are going to be relevant for families. So I have a blog I try to update regularly. I was reading um, that actually. I was doing yeah. a couple of my own research with you with that in yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, and, and just try to be mindful of what I put out there because I I'm really big about I want to give stuff parents can use right away. Sure. Um, because I know we're all kind of, uh, usually we, we all live kind of busy, hectic life. So I, I'm all about, okay, uh, let me, let's try to identify the problem. Let me give you some strategies you can use right away. So I try to uh, make that, that stuff available for the public as well. But yeah, yeah. to get back to your question, um, go flow ot.com and then there's a link right there. You can sign up for a free consult and, uh, awesome. definitely would love to chat. Yeah. And then it sounds like you have been diversifying. Like you said, you were trying to like you're doing the blog and you're trying to add more content to your website. Like what like was that was that in lieu of the uh, continuing education and promoting of the of the educational side of that professional side, or was that coming stemming from, okay, I have this uh, time and I can use it to benefit me and my business. Let's go for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. It's, okay. um, I've definitely kind of had to learn and I'm still learning the ins and outs of social media, how to have a good presence on there and, and blogging that type of thing. So I've, uh, I had a business coach and she had a phrase that kind of changed my life in the business. She said, Mike, it's better done than perfect because yeah. I would write a, I would write a blog post and I'd sit on it for a couple of weeks. Oh, should I put a comma there? Should I put a period there? <laughs> like my, my perfectionism just took over. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, just get it out there and you'll learn as you go. You'll see what people relate to mm -hmm. and you learn from that and you'll also learn from what people don't relate to. So yeah, yeah it's been a mixture of the two. Um, but I'm, I'm really big about, I, I still want people to access the service. I want people to be able to access the services however they can. So yeah. that's why I do my best to kind of get that blog out there regularly with topics that um, I notice a lot of parents are asking about and then kind of update that on social media as well. I do yeah. have some things in the works too, that I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to, nice. uh, release coming out. So I encourage people go to my website, sign up for the email list. Cause I got uh, a few things coming down the pipeline. I can't wait to share with everyone soon. So I'm excited for you, man. That's going to be yeah, cool. I appreciate that. I, I really do appreciate that. And, you know, if there's anything that we can do to help promote you, let us know, because we're always down to like throw a shout out to you in our intro and all of that. So let me know. Yeah, I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah, I've got a, a couple things I'm kind of still uh, still tinkering with, but I got a, a couple products that I'm looking to hopefully churn out here relatively soonish. And so, yeah, I would I will definitely let you know. And um, yeah, and, and you can me, always come back in. You can always come. Yeah, definitely. And and I, I kind of. I kind of view it like I just, I, again, I'm not an Arizona native. I mean this with all sincerity, like Arizona has given me a lot. So it's important that I kind of give back to the community too. Um, sure. And, and I, I live in Glendale currently. So even if it's just that local Glendale community, yeah. um, I'm happy with that. If, if I can help some families out, help their children out, make their school day go a little bit smoother, make time at home go a little bit smoother. That's, that's my goal. I, you know, that's incredible that you say that too. And one of the things that we encourage here is that community building, that community forward uh, mindset, because, you know, that's really what we always um, had intention for was to bring aboard incredible individuals who are helping their community out through their business. And that is something that we continue to do. So, so really great that you do so. And I know that um, I've, from your website, you've been working with some nonprofits, but I, I also know that as a practitioner, you are advocating for other um, 
nonprofits and other educational opportunities to continue that. So if this is a good time for you to let everyone know what those like, because also if you're a parent and parents need resources, this might be also a good time to shout that out being COVID-19 time. And, you know, things are so stressed out. Like I really would love to hear some uh, resources and things from you as a professional. Yeah, no, I, I glad to help. Glad to help. And uh, I have noticed, too, there's uh, there's actually a big community on Facebook. If you look um, mm-hmm. autism parents, autism parents of Arizona, there's a big Facebook community okay. there. And nice. um, I tell parents that's a great place to start. But I I do encourage them to like it's tough when you're first navigating and uh, like when you first get the diagnosis and you're trying to absorb information. Um, I always tell parents just kind of be mindful of what you read online just because yeah. it's it's tough to know whether if what you're reading is from a, a doctor or maybe it's just a really frustrated parent. So mm-hmm. but with that being said, I definitely think there's some good resources on social media. There's also a couple of organizations uh, locally. There's a SARC, the Southwest Autism uh, Research and Resource Center. They're in downtown Phoenix and they do a lot of work for the autism community. Um, I'm, I've uh, met a couple people who work there and I've just been blown away with what they're doing for the autism community. And, and that's a good place to start too. Um, they know. As well. And then there's also a website, autism speaks, um, autism speaks.org, I believe. And they have really good resources, uh, from, uh, they kind of break it down by age, which is really nice. So my child's two, my child's three, or my child's a teenager. Um, and they kind of break it down into specific resources based okay. on the age group. So, yeah. Nice. That's really, yeah. like, there's so much there that I'm just so glad that you were able to, like, know right off the top of your head. <laughs> just really great stuff and uh, really great organizations. I'm, like, uh, we actually, and not to, like, counteract anything that you, no. like, we actually just did an episode, well, not just it, but, like, our one of our past episodes, we um, spoke with Civitan and they okay. they are a group that um, helps with uh, I think like 18 and plus like they really awesome. want but they also work with uh, they do have a, a summer camp that's for all ages and like really I think theirs is just like a community center that, that they're trying to um, give a resource for a place for them to go to and and uh, they do a lot of vocational work too so like they wanted to teach students painting and cooking and use that to build uh, small uh, resources for themselves, like small businesses, if they're cooking, yeah. yeah, things like that. And so just from their stories and hearing what they've done and, uh, the years that they've put in, it's just really incredible. I'm so happy to hear that. You said they're called Civitan. Yeah. Civitan I'll foundation. Have, I'll have to look them up. I'll have to look them up. Yeah. Cause I was curious, like, I was wondering if you were ever going like, or if you're you know, going to or wanting to work with other nonprofits or other organizations, maybe in a video, maybe we could get you guys to work together on something. That'd be cool. Totally. Yeah, I would definitely be down with that. I I definitely. And it's it's nice, too, with things like YouTube and Facebook Live. It's it's a great time. You can put a lot of content out there. So I've kind of been experimenting with that, recording some webinars, Mm -hmm. um, answering kind of specific questions and just trying to get that information out so parents can watch that or download it um, and have that resource available. So yeah, 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 it sounds like a great idea. 
Yeah. And then that was the other thing that I was going to go into. You were doing some lecturing and doing some uh, classes to educate for uh, in small groups to parents and going to schools and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. curious about that aspect. I mean, you said, just said that you, I think you're just kind of leaning more on the webinar side and not going to those school events. But do you think that those events will ever pick up again or do you see them picking up since this after the school year will get picked back up again? Yeah, yeah. I, I will be curious to see just as we're all kind of learning what life will be like as we continue to grow and with COVID-19, I'll, I'll be curious to see kind of what um, kind of conferences are and school mm -hmm. assemblies. I'll be curious to see kind of in what capacity those happen um, with things as schools continue to open. But yeah, I've been fortunate to um, have spoken at some schools before and that type of thing. And uh, from educating the special education um the special education teachers to educating uh, the school administrators, uh, teach them a little bit more about autism and that type of thing, or how to best uh, uh, help those children in the school environment. So, yeah, that's something that that's a service I offer as well. Um, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a service I offer as well. And uh, again, it, for me, it just kind of comes back to increasing people's understanding so they can kind of best help those children around them. Nice. children and adults. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so curious, too, as to how you kind of approach the parent side for like, you know, one on one and then the um, actual individual one on one. Do you spend more time with the parents or are you spending, you know, individual equal time? What does that ratio look like? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think it really depends on the family and that type of thing for um, just there's all different ways that kind of people are motivated and things make sense to people. So some people kind of have a general gist of what they do, what they need to do. They just want maybe a little more clarity than they want to run for it. Yeah. Whereas some families really want me to kind of hold their hand from the get go and walk them through every step. And I'm, I'm happy to do whatever works best for the family. Sure. Um, I, and yeah, just cause everyone learns different. Every child learns different, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it depends. There's some where I'm, I'm mostly just working with a child and I'm giving the parents a uh, quick five minute update and, and they're good with that. And some parents really want to just kind of spend an hour or two with me and just kind of ask their questions, get answers and kind yeah. of come up with a plan. So yeah, whatever works best for the family. That's awesome that you work within those bounds. I mean, you know, certain people would probably want to lean towards their own methods, but it's good that you kind of open yourself to that um, kind of availability. No, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's what I found personally have works best and it's, I, putting myself in those parents' shoes, it's kind of what I would want to. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I would want someone to kind of meet me where I'm at and then kind of help steer me in the right direction, but kind of understand where I'm at too and mm -hmm. any um, significant concerns I have at the moment. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate the kind words though. Yeah, um, I, I think as the, uh, one of the aspects of our conversation keeps coming up is the culture of it all, like the, um, the, the families and one of the yeah. things that I've, you know, just being an outsider and just being someone who watches, uh, you know, television is in entertainment in the general sense of the word. Um, the culture is becoming more open to the realm of entertainment. You see uh, actors playing special needs and other programs on either Netflix or popular television, uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot more openness to the, you know, the community. I, I know from my own personal experience, 
there was a show that my brother and I used to watch that was all sign language based. And it was yeah. just one of those things that because he was learning sign language as a brother, I wanted to watch the show and kind of, you know, be able to pick up some things and maybe communicate with him. And so it was one of those things that like it was so beautiful to see the culture become more aware and more seen. But I want to know as someone as a profession, what are your takes on that? And then how do you, I guess, what's your interpretation on that? And then how do you see it from a professional standpoint, from the family side, how do they take it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good question. And, and I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's great that I, I think with all that stuff, like there's more questions are being asked and mm-hmm. more, more understanding is happening. So I think it's, it's really great in that aspect. Um, I think a lot of people, have questions that maybe they're not, sh- they're uncomfortable to ask, or they maybe feel a little embarrassed at yeah. task. And I think it's great that they do that. Um, one thing that really made me, uh, uh, myself and a lot of pediatric occupational therapists was extremely happy, um, is on Sesame street. Oh. They, it, they introduced a character who has autism. Her name's Julia. Uh-huh. And, and it, it was really great because you got to see Big Bird and Elmo interact with her. And yeah. and the, the host did a really good job of explaining how she may act a little differently and what autism is. And and that was huge to see because it was teaching children, which I thought was great. It was teaching children mm-hmm. that, hey, if, if you have autism, there's nothing to be embarrassed about or to feel ashamed about. Yeah. And if you don't, here's how you can maybe support a classmate or a sibling. So really I thought great. it was great. to Yeah, I thought it was great to see that. And and a lot of the families I've talked to um, as well are really happy, um, are, are really happy kind of with just how things are continuing to be portrayed and more knowledge is putting out there because it's it's bringing more awareness to it. And, and yeah. with awareness, uh, people are allowed to uh, it, it gives people the, the the ability to kind of ask questions and get answers, which is great, um, yeah. which uh, I, I think is just really awesome to see. I, yeah, I, I think that's really awesome to see. Yeah. I mean, I know from, you know, this, the hardest thing to say is like, I know that there's still bullying out there and that the families still yeah. have to go through it. And I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. I just rather look at the more like, the, the glass half full kind of person, that's who I am. Yeah. That's kind of how I want to approach my questioning too, is, you know, there's, there's so much opportunity out there and there's so much goodness out there. I wish there was more people like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the YouTube show, um, uh, some good news with, uh, yeah. yeah. And so John it's like, yeah, I, I love, you know, that kind of stuff that really gets my heart filled and I get excited for stuff like that. Cause that's what I hope to be. That's what I want to be is a, a pinnacle of good light. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'd say you're definitely doing that. I'd say you're definitely doing that. Um, I'm curious too, is, um, what for yourself and, you know, your family, um, what was the, did you guys have the talk about like, if one of our kids has like, did you have to have that conversation with your significant other? Yeah. I mean, I, I think we, we kind of approached it. My, my wife and I, we don't have kids yet, but, yeah. um, we, we've kind of had this talk and I, I think we approach it as we, we would just be very happy to have families and, and we would just, um, look for the, the resources and kind of strength and guidance should we would, should we need it, mm-hmm. um, and that type of thing. And, yeah. and that, that's one thing I've, I've kind of learned about it as well is that, uh, a diagnosis and whether it's autism or attention deficit disorder mm-hmm. or obsessive compulsive disorder, that's very personal to the person and to the family. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting because from a medical perspective, like we have diagnoses because it helps us determine how can we best help that person and, and how can we give them resources to help them. But at the same time, um, 
that diagnosis is very personal. So I always kind of approach it going into, hey, I understand this is your child's diagnosis or this is your medical history, but yeah. I want to know more beyond that. I, I want to know more about your child. I want you to tell me more about their personality, their likes and dislikes. And um, all that to say that I, I think those those questions are kind of kind of very personal. And, and I, I encourage families like, uh, I, I, I think that's great. I think it's great that you are, are taking um, your child, you're taking a family member and you're kind of seeing them for who they are and you're not necessarily looking at any impairments or any difficulties, you're looking at their strengths and kind of taking a strength-based model. So I think that's great. Yeah, I, I think that's wonderful. And that's the kind of thing that, uh, you know, we want, I was curious because, you know, you deal with this on a on a day-to-day basis, but it doesn't mean your wife does like she doesn't. I mean, she does. So it's like one of those things that like, do you have the conversation? Like, you know, I, my wife knows what I do. And it's like, you know, should we have the conversation about our jobs every day? But it's like, she doesn't really participate in the, the job that I do. So it's like, you know, what, like, you know, my job doesn't encompass what you do. So it's like, I, I don't know if you have that conversation, what it entails, like all that. It's just crazy to me. It, it's mind boggling to me because I haven't had that conversation with her and I haven't had to have that conversation with her. So it's, it's just, I'm learning a lot right now. No, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. Um, are you, are you, so <laughs> what I think we um, established throughout our podcast that we do have a Britney's big question, but right now yeah. she she's in the she's taking care of the dog. She's she's okay. here right now, but she's yeah. just taking care of all the animals so that they don't bother us in, in our interview. But uh, I think she would ask during this big question moment is what is the biggest thing you've learned about your own business during COVID-19? Uh, that's a really good question. I think I've learned the most about resiliency and determination. I've seen some families who have, okay, my child's, he's not in school. He's not getting the special education support he was getting in school. Um, We, both my spouse and I were working, but now one of us has to not work. So we need to stay home. So that changes our income situation. And I've just kind of seen the resiliency and determination, like, okay, that happened. It's not ideal, but we're going to, we're going to try to make lemonade out of the situation, kind of view the glass as half full. We're going to do our best to work through that. And that's not to say it's, Uh, There aren't going to be any hiccups or any difficult days or uh, nights where we're maybe getting a little sad, but um, we're going to do our best and we're going to put our our child's needs at the forefront. We're going to put our family's needs at the forefront and kind of trust and believe that everything else will fall into place. And we're going to work hard to give our child some sort of structure, even though they're not in their normal environment. We're going to work to – give them educational, uh, give them a kind of educational supports every day, make sure they do something fun every day and make sure that we're kind of giving them structure and routine. So I, I've, I've been really blown away by that. And it's, it's been great too, just to see other occupational therapists, like a lot of them have kind of haven't operated in the online sphere. So this was kind of baptism by fire. They were thrown into it (laughs) and like make sense of it. And it's been really great to see just, just how resilient they've been as well. Um, some of them kind of not having a lot of technical savvy or just not having experience with operating that online space has have picked up Skype, have picked up Zoom, have picked up Google Hangouts, have picked up social media. And it's just been really, really great to see them kind of all stay motivated throughout the process. And maybe this is an ideal working scenario, but we're going to make this work and, yeah. and we're going to do our best to continue things to to, to continue to help families during this process. There's so much in that, in what you just said, like I'm a one so excited for the parents to be able, like 
it brings my heart joy to see that and feel encouraged to hear you say that because that means that there is hope still hope for humanity out there i guess i mean there's one part of that that just like fills me up really so much to the point i'm like i'm so glad that there's great parents out there willing and pushing that forward and then i hope that uh, the community at large is helping too, to, um, you know, whether that's through the own parents and working together as a cohesive unit and being, let's go try and take, you know, a group of us to the park or whatever it may be. I don't know, but I hope that they're working together. And then um, the other aspect too is, um, you know, the, the, the other occupational therapy uh, professionals being able to work with what they got. You know, you may not be, you know, Mr. I got all the equipment or whatever it may be, but as long as you have the um, necessity to want to help, the is there. So you will be creative enough to work, you know, come up with something. And uh, I think, what was it? The necessity is the mother of creation or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. So I, I, it's just, it's so encouraging and I'm again, glass half full. I'm very excited to see that people are working hard. Yeah. And, and I'm, I've just, uh, I, I feel fortunate in that aspect too. Like I've heard about people doing similar things in the food and beverage industry or mm-hmm. rallying together to still support each other through these times yeah. or provide meals to people who need them. And I, I think that that's really great to see that. I, I think it's really great to see that um, even with everything happening, people still want to help each other. People still want to support each other and be there for each other. Yeah. So as we're dwindling down here, this yeah. is a good segue to even ask you, how can we help support you and flow? Yeah, I, I totally appreciate that. And, and again, I, I'm right now I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to get as much content out there that's going to help families. So, um, checking out my social media, that's Mm -hmm. flow therapy OT on Instagram or flow occupational therapy on Facebook. Um, I, I promise to give you some, some good news, uh, if you will, to, uh, kind of brighten your day and give you some practical tips you can uh, use around your family and with your children, uh, visiting our website too. Um, and just, if you think anyone would benefit, um, from what we offer, just let them know we have that free initial consultation and just letting them know that we're out here and we want to help. And, um, we, we want to help however we can. So even if you come to us and we're not the right fit, that's totally fine. We still want to steer you in the right direction. We don't want you to feel alone in this process. For sure. And that's all incredible. I mean, you are just like overall, I was so glad to meet you and I'm really encouraged by what you do. And just honestly, you have something good going on. And if I can say this from someone who's met a couple of entrepreneurs in his days, you are on the right direction, sir. I, I, that really means a lot, Jose. And, uh, yeah, once everything calms down here, I would, I would love to come by, see the studio in person and person, that type of thing. Absolutely. 100%. And I am, I'm so happy to be able to help you out in the way that I can. And I, honestly, if you have other occupational therapists or any other person that you think would be a good fit, please, please, please send them our way. I definitely will. I definitely will. And, uh, yeah, I, again, I, I truly appreciate, uh, yeah, truly appreciate this opportunity and it's yeah. been great to get to know you and thank you so much. Yeah. Do you want to hit a, hit everyone up with your social media handle and an email that it can reach you at? Yeah, definitely. So social media, Instagram is flow therapy and then the letter O and then the letter T mm-hmm. and then Facebook's going to be flow occupational therapy. And then my website is goflowot.com. So G O F L O W 
ot.com and on there i have my email my phone number and other ways to get in contact with me so yeah uh go on there drop me a line and uh we'll definitely be in touch I'm looking forward to hearing more stories from your end and um, reading up on the blog a little bit more. So please continue the work. And then before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So please follow us at Finding Arizona Podcast. That's under Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all under Finding Arizona Podcast. Last but not least, if you'd like to support us, that means a lot to us. We really would enjoy it. But if you would like to go to patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. You'll sign up for one of the tiers and get bonus content in return. So that being said, we say good night to Mr. Mike and to flow therapy. And we say good night to all of you listening. We will see you on the next one.